hello, welcome. Uh, uh, yeah. Hello. Uh, this is uh, Malcolm. And Chuck. And uh, we're back with another episode on the Trendy Lobotomy podcast of... You bet your VCS. Or VHS. VHS. VCS. We got stuck. We got stuck. What the hell just happened? I think we got stuck halfway between VHS and VCR, and we're good. We're good there, man. Yes, we did. Anyway, so we're back for the second installment of this fun little. Gosh. Whatever we're calling it at this point, but we got through the first episode, and believe it or not, um, we, we had some responses. Um, we also have a winner, uh, Kyle, and, and we are here to announce officially that the first winner of You Bet Your VHS from the movie Twister uh, was Kyle, and Kyle was smart and responded on Facebook um, at the Trendy Lobotomy Podcast on Facebook. Uh-huh. And um, he came back and said that his favorite uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman quote, Dusty, from Twister, was something that I just forgot. Um, Let's put that back in. No, no, no. It was, of course, my favorite one, too. It was the wonder of nature, baby. And uh, that was clearly the best quote from Dusty in Twister. So what's going to happen now is that we are going to reach out, let, uh, let Kyle know that he won, Get a uh, mailing address, and we are going to mail him my copy of Twister. I guess we have to. I don't know, Chuck. I can't keep it anymore. It's yeah, not no, mine. No, we got to autograph. We got to autograph it now. We got to autograph it. We got to send it to Kyle, and and we may reach out here in a while and let him know that he won. Oh, I can. Uh, but but we're here. We're we back with round two. Voice message. And yeah. I've got to start with the um. Mr. Sexy voice. The, the the apologies um, from the last one. So I teased very bravely the last time that we did this that my next movie was going to be, had to be, and was... Armageddon. Yeah, you want to know what? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that asshole from Fashionably Male. Um, yeah, I could... Guys, I watched it. I watched it again, and then I watched it a few more times, and every time I did, I got further and further away from being able to speak about that movie. So my first apology is to Kyle for the amount of time it's been before he's been announced as the winner. And my second apology is, I'm not doing Armageddon on the second one. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't, if, you, if you were here for that, you can, you can shut the episode off right now. Um, but what we did do is we came back, Chuck, with a completely different movie. And I went to my, um, I guess we'll, we'll tease the premise one more time. I have a small but very collections of VHS tapes at my house. And um, in our little uh, show, we review a movie, we talk about it, and then we pose a question or trivia point to the listeners, and they can win my copy of the VHS. Um, This movie, I'm just going to pass it to Chuck, because I don't know that he's seen this movie. I I don't know that he premiered this movie in multiple theaters in 1966. Um, Fuck you! But once again, he and I have not had any time to go over this movie. Um, I was looking for something that was completely different than the movie I abandoned, which was Armageddon, and I fucked up terribly. And um, pretty much picked up the exact same movie with a different cover and title. Ladies and gentlemen, my VHS that I am betting this week is a movie called The Core. And The Core is a 2003 Paramount production starring tons of people um, that you may or may not give a shit about. Uh, But you'll find uh, names such as Aaron Eckhart. Uh, You might know him from The Dark Knight Rises. 
uh, Hillary Swank. You might know her. I don't. Um, Delroy Lindo plays a character named Brazelton. He was one of the detectives in Gone in 60 Seconds. And then uh, a gentleman whose name I cannot pronounce, and I'm not going to butcher, uh, plays the character of Serge, but you will remember him um, as the uh, villain in uh, Bad Boys. Or some other viewers might know him from Transformers, the movies. Hey, hey, he was in the movies. Really? He, yeah, he was in He was in uh, Last Night. No kidding. I didn't know that about Serge, but... Who was he? Stanley Tucci. Oh, that was not no, Serge. That's a different guy oh. than Stanley Tucci. Is ah, nice. See, and I didn't know what I knew Stanley Tucci from except for uh, the, the Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. And he was in the last. That's where night. I thought you were getting ready to head to. He has been in so much, and he, he's doing a great. Uh, but but just relatables. No, this guy was a different guy, and he was he was the dude that died. Well, he was the villain in the Bad Boys movie. Oh, right, right. Okay, right. yeah. Absolutely. So Now I know. Um, yeah. Anyway, this movie had tons of star talent in it, and, and, it, and it involves, as almost all of the movies of this time did, <laughs> the world coming to an end. And the movie opens up with some events happening, so you know that things are serious. And one of the first things that happens is that you're in London in Trafalgar Square, and birds just start falling out of the fucking sky. Now that could be SARS. That could be a lot of things. <laughs> but but if you're a John Amiel movie, which this was directed by John, he's going to turn it into a major action sequence. So you have double decker buses that get hit by a pigeon, roll over and explode, and everybody is subject to avian flu. Absolutely, it's it's a terrible situation. They're letting you know that there's something wrong with the geomagnetic pull of the Earth. This is what they're letting on, right? So they set you up with that, and then they cut crisply to a spaceship descending back to Earth. Now, I think everybody in this room knows that I love Star Wars movies. Yes. yes. <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> Episode three. Fuck it, go back to the Star Wars movies. <laughs> opens up with a lot of things, but it also involves Anakin and Obi-Wan trying to crash land a a a starfighter or not a starfighter but a, a an imperial uh, a star destroyer back onto a planet and their re-entry into earth well this was taken directly from there it was all of the joystick work and we're coming in too hot and and so you've got this ship that's coming down into the earth and the 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 geomagnetic pulse goes off and their tracking systems are screwed and now it's heading where downtown los angeles so once again, we're in 2003 where movies, and I'm going back to what we discussed when we did Twister and everything, bigger, scarier, more relatable. Let's fuck up a city. And now we've got to land a spaceship in downtown LA. Yeah, because that's going to work out well. Oh, of course they do it. And they go right into the LA River and are able to, because they're, they're barking out all these the trajectories, we're going to need to trim two points off of this, bring bring the lunar, blah, blah. And it's, once again, just like the, the, the vehicles in Twister, it's all of this space travel jargon. But this gives the, the, the uh, character of Beck, who's a captain on this ship, Hillary Swank's character, now you know she's for real. That's all they're doing with the whole scene is to let you know that Beck can handle her business. So to move us right along... Aaron Eckhart's character is Dr. Josh Keyes, and he's he, he's a college professor, and he teaches, you know, stuff about tectonic plates, geothermal uh, radiation, things like that. He's a nerd guy. Right. Well, of course, after they find out that 
there's a big problem, and they identify that the core of the Earth has stopped turning. This is what they're facing. The core of the Earth is no longer turning. It's going to fuck everything up. We're going to get hit by a solar blast because of all of this scientific stuff. Who do they need and the only person that can save the world? Dr. Joshua Keyes, who's teaching college. Anyway, we get into some very seriously old tropes about this, and they have the roundup. And if, if, if you remember any of these movies, it's the roundup that starts the whole thing. We need to go get all of the people that can help us save the Earth. Yeah, yeah. And I take you back to Armageddon, which I'm not doing an episode <laughs> on Armageddon, but they do the same damn thing. Not? I'm not doing an episode sure. on Armageddon. No, I'm not sure anymore. But, but the movies are so similar, they do the same thing. They go and round up Dr. Joshua Keyes. And they round up Delroy Lindo's character and Hillary Swank, and they say, you're all the best minds in the world. What are we going to do? Obvious thing to do? Let's drill a big fucking hole to the center of the earth, right? What are you going to do when you get there? Let's drop a 1,000 kilotons of nuclear weapons down there. That'll fix it, right? Of course. Big problem. Big problems get solved by montages. So now we have a, a technology <laughs> montage. Oh, God. And people are building things, and people are discovering things, and they decide that the only way that they can get down to the Earth is by this little sonic weapon that deteriorates rock. Oh it's such a fast pace that they can literally use it and just drill a hole down through the roof, or, or down through the Earth to the core. The sonic weapon looked eerily fucking similar when it fired up with the counterclockwise spinning motion and humming as the same weapon that they used in episode eight to blast open the doors to the rebel base. <laughs> so whoop de shit back to star Wars. Um, <laughs> anyway, so birds are falling, mass people are dying because uh, uh, they find out that this, this uh, electromagnetic pulse that went through shut down all the pacemakers in these people. So now you got people that are just falling over dead and weird shit's happening. So we've got to get the montage together. We've got to. They get should the have people. eaten healthier. That, that's, that's rough. But yeah, yeah, they could. They could have. Um, and, and just like all of the movies, you've got this team that's going out to do the thing, and then there's Command Central, and then there's the guy in the chair. And the guy in the chair in this this show is called Rat. And he's, of course, a young little genius, and he's played by DJ Qualls. And I don't know if you remember, um, oh gosh, he was in a lot of terrible 90s uh, um, let's go on spring break and meet your girlfriend movies. Uh, really tiny kid, super skinny. Anyway, DJ Qualls plays the man in the chair that knows a little bit more than the generals and everybody around him, right? Okay. And... <laughs> They, 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 and he's he's coming back into importance later. But the rest of this big block of this movie, and I, this is where I'm going to fail in my charge, is just them in this capsule that they've devised to drill down to the. And, and it's literally an hour and a half of all the shit that can go wrong while you're trying to drill to the center of the earth. A lot of shit can go wrong. So they start out as a nice, fantastic six person crew. You're losing a couple of people along the way, so you know you're ratcheting up the consequences. But most of what you're seeing is a vid screen where they're navigating through and the, the thing shakes a little bit. And it's really bad cinema. 
It's just really boring to watch, but they update you on the screen. They're now 1,900 miles in, and they've been in the capsule for 42 hours. And it pops up so you know, oh my gosh, when it's 56 hours, they're going to be there. So they're building this tension through all of this bullshit, and then they take you right back to Armageddon on the moon. (laughs) What can go wrong will go wrong, and shit that should have been very easy won't. And it just draws out into this lengthy, ugly process... And one of the people in the in, in is your guy Stanley Tucci that you brought up. Now he is um, Doctor Kapinski, and he is as eccentric as you can imagine in this role. He plays a scientist that made well, made a lot of money on the book circuit, part of society. And, he's an asshole, and he's an asshole. Absolutely, Stanley Tucci always plays a good asshole, and he's a fantastic asshole in it. You can see him priming himself for his role in. The, the Mocking Jay in, in the Hunger Games where he's just preening and douchey all, through the whole freaking teeth. thing. Oh, all teeth, all, all teeth. And, and just nobody can have a thought in the room unless right. it's his thought, right? Right. Of course, he comes down to the moral dilemma thing where somebody's got to make, you know, somebody's got to make the sacrifice call. Well, it definitely won't be me. I'm ready to go home. And then circumstances devolve further and he's forced to be the guy that makes the sacrifice call and can't do it so his friend goes and does it and he's like hey thanks i wanted you to know that i always liked you so he's like a weasel true asshole Um, but they're losing crew members as they get closer and, and terrible things are happening but they're down there with their nukes and what happens is they figure out hey dude we we got the ship got damaged on the way we're not going to be able to do this and what they don't know is stanley tucci's character had a plan b with the government and the plan B turns out to be the reason why all this shit was happening, a hypersonic device that different companies. That was the Chariot. The Chariot. Damn Chariot. And, 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 and it turns out that all these countries have been developing this heinous technology that can lead to the destruction of the world. And if they just do this, that they can get the core restarted, but a whole bunch of people are going to die. The girls are playing tic-tac-toe over here. (laughs) I like our content because it's compelling. Um, At any rate, it's one of these movies that, like we discussed about before, you know you're going to get out of okay. There's no no reason in the world why we can't expect after this raucous ride through the center of the earth that we're going to get out of this and be okay. The whole time you know it, so you're just kind of building to this. So they go, and the pricey version is they drop the nukes. And, and and against all odds, and while they're burning to death in 1900 degrees and all of this stuff, they drop the nukes, and boom, you see on the little screen with 2003 technology, the Earth's core starts turning again. And that's only half the battle. Now the only two people that are alive on the damn uh, uh, pod that went down there are Hillary Swank and Aaron Eckhart. And now they've got to get back home. And it becomes this long, laborious thing of how... They almost get there, and then something fucks up, and then they, okay, well, we're going to die. Let's hold hands and, and, and just tell each other that it was okay. And then somebody has an idea, and now we're saved again until that plan's foiled. And it's just this increasing series of, we want you to be more stressed out. Are they going to make it, or are they not going to make it? Maybe they'll make it. Maybe We know they're going to fucking make it because the movie's from 2003. And, and the shot glasses get turned over. So, you know? so, so towards the end of the movie... 
we are dealing with Captain Liv Tyler and the asshole from Fashionable Mail. Pretty much, and they're just trying to get home. And now they're stuck. They're stuck 800 feet from the surface, and they can't move, but they can signal whales. What? What? This is where our friend Rat comes back in because he's been feeding them information that keeps the generals from doing their plan B, kill the world yeah. sort of thing. And they're out on an aircraft carrier near Hawaii going, you know what, if they're not dead, then they're going to be soon. Let's just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll forget about it. And there goes your movie. You're all done. And then Rat's walking down the flight deck of an aircraft carrier for some fucking reason because he wasn't qualified to be there. And they go... Well, we did pick up some whales on the sonar. And they're like, okay, it's whales, Captain. Sorry we wasted your time. And he comes running back, arms flailing. It's the whales. They're singing to him. We have to get to the whales. And he was absolutely correct. Where they went and found the whales, 800 feet below, were these stuck companions. They bust them loose. They bust them loose. And then your, your end scene is two corks, a shot glass. <laughs> A glow-in-the-dark dog and a popsicle stick. It's not a real dog. It never was a real dog, but that's where the call was coming from. It's not a popsicle stick. It's a nail file. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) the end scene is Rat going to an internet cafe, dropping a little bit of code, overtaking everybody's servers and computers all over the world, and he drops the information of the heroes that saved the world that the media was not going to let out. And he blows the whistle on the government with their pet project that would have destroyed. Dun, dun, dun. So once again, dude, here's your bow. Everything's wrapped up neatly. Um, I almost wish I had a done Armageddon because it just feels like I got a B-minus version of it. <laughs> <laughs> with worse fucking music. Like, there we I, go. It, I was about to ask about the soundtrack. I, I could have, like, I, I don't know who was on the soundtrack for the core. I don't think the people that were on the soundtrack for the core know who they are either. Um, Must but, be Millie Vanilli. It could have been, It definitely could have been. Because, girl, you know it's true. Here's I've got to do this. I've got to put out a... a you bet your VHS for this movie, which I'm not too uh, too sad about mailing to somebody, but I want to do it. It is going to be personalized. It'll be full of cool shit if you win. And here's what I want to know. I would like another movie where any combination of Aaron Eckhart, Hilary Swank, Delroy Lindo, or Serge Chichiki Kanzo. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Um, any of those, or DJ or DJ Qualls, yeah. Any of those characters or actors are in another movie together. Any combination whatsoever. Um, if you respond to social media like our friend Kyle did with the Twister VHS, let us know what movie you found. If it's a show, if it's anything where any of those actors and actresses are involved together, um, let us know that, and then you get an opportunity to win. Why is it six degrees of Aaron Eckhart? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> You, you get a chance to win uh, uh, my copy signed by Chuck of the VHS of <laughs> The Core. Oh, wow. I like how he's leaving his name off. Chuck's <laughs> of not going to sign it, but Chuck will. Hey, that movie is terrible, but it could be yours. Um, hey, not everything's going to be hit. Not everything's going to be Twister, man. Um, once again, <laughs> my collection of VHS tapes is. There's two? There's a Core 2? What? <laughs> 
Okay, Tori seems to believe that there's a sequel, which how many times do you have to blow up the center of the Earth? Apparently. Apparently again. <laughs> Apparently twice. More core. Yes. <laughs> core two. Hardcore. Oh, no, it's, it's not. Oh, no, there's, there was just a... <laughs> it's bullshit. Sorry, Chasey Lane. <laughs> and that's that's it's really hardcore. that's really all. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to review those VHSs. Um, it's been a hell of a. But you can uh, get Malcolm signed copies. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's really all I have on the core. It was a terrible, terrible ramp for a movie. Um, I, I'm sure Hillary Swank is... I tell you what, here's a secondary, you bet your VHS. If you can't find a movie that any of those actors and actresses have been in together in any combination, send me your favorite Hillary Swank movie, and I will disagree with you. <laughs> that won't be hard. <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, she, wasn't she the ballerina in something? No. No, no. No, that's, that, that was, was Natalie Portman. That was Padme. Yeah. yeah, that's Natalie Portman and that was She's Black Swan. Don't cry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, million Dollar Baby. That's the one I was thinking of. She was the boxer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Not the ballerina. All right. Well, that, that you're not getting the VHS. Sorry. Um, that's really all I have. Chuck, what should we tease? I want to tease some stuff. What are we doing next? First of all, we have a winner. So we are going to, we're, we're going to answer the challenge. We're shipping out this week um, my copy of Twister to yep. Kyle. And uh, hey, shout out to Kyle for getting out there online, posting, commenting. Way to go. Be like Kyle. Be like Kyle. Get out there and talk to us and let us know um, the movie that you've seen these actors in together or why you think Hillary Swank should be in another movie. That's all I got, but I I wish I had more. What do you want to tease him with? Uh, I don't know. I think you've already teased him enough. Okay, I'm going to give him one more. I mean, you promised him a good movie, and so far I've yet to, you've yet to deliver, except <laughs> yeah, for Twister. Well, I should probably stop except promising for, things. There's been two episodes, Chuck. I think you've that yet to deliver, except for Twister. <laughs> I, I'm I'm one for two. I'm yeah. batting fifty percent. Um, I think that maybe you and I can get together soon and put together. Um, we have a laundry list of uh, listener questions that came with the last episode of Bobby Barton. Yep, um, and I think that we can just do an episode of Q and A, man. Go down the list of the listener questions. I know that a lot of people probably been asking those questions that didn't ask them online the way that some folks did. Um, so maybe we tease that a little bit, and then um, that's all I got. I was going to say, if you guys have any questions about the Bobby Barton Chronicles, heck yeah, uh, feel free to hit us up. Yeah, always on uh, Trendy Pod on a always on Trendy Lobotomy Pod, always on Trendy Lobotomy Podcast. Um, Absolutely everywhere that you can find them. The gr- the girls are annoyed and bored now. We have the cans yeah, and the microphones. Um, this has also been a, a, a special Tory birthday episode. Yay! And we are very very happy that we're here. There's there's a little less energy in the room. We're gonna pack on some pizza and cake, and we're we're gonna come about eighty five percent. So um, that's all I have. Um, I think that we also uh, have an outro for this show now. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, I'll do it again. Whoop de shit. Back to Star Wars. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Yeah, whoop de shit. Back to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>